0: Hello, welcome to the Eric St. Joe Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day from this studio. I wanted to start saying Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, uh, but I did not. I did not say that. I am looking for a a new studio sponsor. Uh, I would love to get somebody else in here. Oh, shit. Where is my coffee? Well, we cannot have that. That is an absolute... It's here, but not here. I mean, it's like in the other room. Uh, Tyler says, let Kyle from Dumpster Divers know his business could now sponsor the studio. So I'm off to a terrible start because I need to have that coffee right in front of me. And I must have set it down somewhere. You ever do that? And then you're like, wait a minute. What the fuck? Where did it go? Don't go anywhere. I will be right back. You may noticed. You may have noticed. That I am not moving that gingerly. I'm not like. Oh, I better be careful on this leg. I am. I Blown away. Blown away. By what has transpired. Since Monday. On this show. I was talking about how. Uh. Uh, the doc said that I have arthritis in my right knee. And He said, "Okay, you can no longer run anymore. You're, you're, you're that's it." And I, I was feeling pretty bad about that. And then Rick mentioning, "Hey, my knees are healing. I've got arthritis too, but I, I'm on the mend." And then him breaking the news. Introducing me to knees over toes guy. I know I've been talking a lot about this, but yesterday was even more unbelievable. This turnaround. Again, for three plus weeks, I have been in pain. Concerned with how I was going to live the rest of my life. Running gone. No more running. No way I'll be running. And I, I was just hoping to have a day or two or an hour or two without pain. Upon him uh, tipping me off to this whole concept of your knees over your toes builds strength in spots that uh, you didn't have before because of the positioning and there's a whole litany of other es- exercises that go with it. But the basis of it is walking backwards, which builds a uh, certain uh, set of muscles around the knee that normally aren't uh, uh, stressed. So one of the things the guy said was, uh, all right, get on a treadmill and don't turn it on. And then force the belt backwards while you're it's like, like, you're, you're leaning, you're turned the opposite way. And so I did that yesterday. I went to the gym. I saw a team knuckle dragger and, uh, it's hilarious because I haven't, uh, seen those guys in forever because I haven't been to the gym. And I'm like, where you guys been? I've been here. And they're like, shut up. So I had a nice little exchange. they go, yeah, we, we heard your knees bugging you. I go, yeah. So, but I think I've had a breakthrough. That's what I said. They go, what? So then I told them what I'm telling you right now, or was telling you. Then I got on that treadmill. This is the first time I've done this because all I've done around the house here is gone up and down the steps a few times backwards. But when you get on that treadmill for 10 minutes and just, um, it's hard because there's that resistance of the belt, you know, but I did it for 10 minutes and then there's another simple exercise called a tibial raise which works a, uh, uh, another uh, muscle group on the front of your shin that normally is neglected, I guess. And uh, so then uh, I felt really good about that. And uh, the, the, the knee was all warmed up and flexy and bendy. And I go, okay, now I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to get on the treadmill the right way and walk. You know, get a little exercise. This is, I mean... So I, uh, you know, it's going like two miles an hour. I'm like, all right, this is, this is excellent. And then I, uh, I got up to like three miles an hour and that's about as fast as I can walk before I have to break out into a jog, a light jog. So I started to jog and I was like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm actually jogging right now. And it, I mean, I can tell that there's a little bit of discomfort, but So, not an issue. Now, in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm going to bust out some intense mile repeats. And then I'm like, no, you idiot. I went like three tenths of a mile, just over a quarter mile. And then I walked the rest. I finished half of a mile. No big deal. But to be at that point where two days prior, I was telling you about, the doc saying you have arthritis and never run on your leg again. That's fucking nuts. Nuts. Um, I immediately texted Rick and I go, dude, I just got done jogging. He goes, fucking a, I go, yes, yes. It's, it's absolutely working. So then I, you know, I, I put uh, a lot of stress on it yesterday by doing all this. And then come home, go nighty night, wake up, and I feel better than I have in a month. A month. Uh, hopped right out of bed. It's healing, it is recovering. Can you believe that? Who knew? Uh, Ben Patrick, this dude, uh, is, I'm telling you, this is, this is, I don't, you know, there's going to be people who detract and say terrible things about him. but for your old pal easy right now, if I were to never have any more success with this, it would still be a success. It would still be a success. My God. Tyler says, now imagine if you were also smoking pot. Your knees would be like titanium. Well, that just masks the pain, though, I think. I don't know. I've never I've never consumed pot for uh medicinal reasons. And the last time I got stoned to the bone, probably like nineteen ninety. And I don't remember my knees hurting at all leading up to that. Um all right. Welcome into the show. I have a preview of this week's edition of Who are these free beers? We're going to do that now. Now I cover a lot of ground on it. Um first of all, when I when I recorded with Ben I'm undecided as to whether or not I'll make that an actual live episode. I'm thinking I might. I don't know why I, I'm saying I won't. But uh, anyway, I they have um, for extended time. People have said that uh, there's a there's a moment on their show. Oftentimes, where they say people need advice, and then they'll read like a uh, hey, uh, what should I do here? And it sounds like it's coming like from a an, like a listener, but it. Uh, Some have speculated that it's just them reading Reddit. The Am I the Asshole uh, subreddit or something like that. And whatever. Um, But this moment that I have for you is actually Greg saying, we got this email from someone who wanted to share this with us, and now I'm going to read it to you. And I was... uh, Suspect, I was suspicious of this because of the uh, amount of uh, depth, in-depthness that the person who wrote it went about this story. But he fucks it up when he's presenting it, which makes it seem remarkably not true, that nobody wrote into the show to tell him this. And that's kind of been... A lot of the complaints from people about the show. And I'm just here to tell you that I was always able to tell when Greg was making a story up that the background info about how he got to the point that he's talking about it always seemed suspicious. And I was always like, huh. And I hated that. I think this is one of those scenarios. Because he sets it up one way, and then later in the story, he fucks it up so badly that it kind of reveals that it was all bullshit. Fabricated either out of thin air, or he pulled it off of a, uh, a prep service page, or he pulled it off of uh, Reddit and then said, Yeah, this, this one was emailed into us. I actually caught him red-handed. And I cannot wait to share that with you. I will break that down on who are these free beers. Uh, we also have some terrific joke tagging, which I've talked about before, how joke tagging works. And I'll, I'll, I'll pause here to tell you what joke tagging is. Something funny happens. Either a person on the show says something funny or there's a funny clip that plays. And rather than just letting the first person be funny with whatever it is they said, or the clip be funny, the subsequent follow-up tagging of that moment. Each one of those tags, not nearly as funny as the first. And in a sense, watering down very badly. The very first thing that actually was funny. That's what joke tagging is. And they are hands down the absolute, uh, Crown princes of tagging some terrific tagging examples. Uh, There's also some jokes that uh, Greg says that no one gets and uh, even fewer people laugh at. In fact, there's no laughs in the studio when he says three straight rapid fire jokes at the end of a another backbreakingly funny uh, hot wings, hot take. In fact, I have the hot take here. The hot take is, um, you know, the moment on the show when hot wings says, Hey, I'm hot wings and I got a hot take. And then it's anything but hot. There's, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing hot about the take. Now, you will notice if you listen to the show, and I encourage you to listen to it in addition to this because I want you to hear things that are stupid, boring, and insipid, and then uh, tip me off. A lot of the times, I get the things that I want to make fun of on the Freebird Outwing Show subreddit. Uh, there was a segment about uh, a ancient joke book, or at least that's what was being. Uh, describe somebody got their hands on an actual or so they say joke book from like hundreds of years ago. And I wouldn't even have noticed this segment had audience members not uh, pointed it out. And my God, now Greg wasn't even there at the time. I think he, uh, he was late or something like that. So it was just, Hot Wings, Steve, and Kelly. And my, holy shit, was this terrible. But uh, this particular segment, Hot Wings Hot Takes, every single one of these, it's, if you're a person who blank, 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 you're the worst person in the world. If you're a person who blank, 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 nobody loves you. If you're a person, person who blank, 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 Um, you should be lost at sea. It's always, it's always, that's, that's the formula for these things. And, uh, much the same with this one. Now this one, hot wings is, uh, if you're a person who blank, 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 you're the worst. And then, but it's incredibly like, there's nothing to it. Once you say, if you're a person who blank, 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 you're the worst in the world. And then there's no examples. There's nothing funny. There's no emotion. There's nothing uh, interesting about it. It's just you saying blank, blank, blank. Oh, you're the worst. That's it. That's all Hot Wings Hot Takes are. And they suck. Here's the latest. And it's made worse because it's Hot Wings. Hot Wings has zero ability to uh, inflect uh do any type of emotion add, a, add a, uh, any emotion to any type of these quote-unquote hot takes to even have them uh have a chance of being interesting in any way none whatsoever and that is the case with this hot wings hot take
1: um people who wad toilet paper are the worst people it causes all the clogs like anytime i've had done clog a toilet now, now more recently in my life it's because of children but it's always the people who wad toilet paper one it wastes a ton of toilet paper needlessly but also it's always what causes the clog mm-hmm.
0: people who wad toilet paper are the worst people in the world let's let's
1: uh Relish in that again. Um, people who wad toilet paper are the worst people in the world because it causes all the clogs. Like any time I've had to unclog a toilet, now, now more recently. Listen in to life, that. Because of children. But it's always the people who wad toilet paper. One, it wastes a ton. Of- so does that mean that if a toilet paper uh, 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 it gets blocked, you like go up to them and
0: say, hey, this toilet, this toilet's clogged. How, what's your toilet paper usage like? Do you wad it or do you like uh, fold it? I I need to know that.
1: Of toilet paper, needlessly, but also it's always what causes the clog. Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: and then and then Kelly going uh huh,
1: like she's like she's
0: interested or something like that in what this fucking idiot is saying. Shit! Now you need to know that. That I mean that was horrible. But Greg then, instead of just moving on, he decided to, again, drop these three rapid fire jokes that, and he was like stepping on hot wings when he said them. No one understood what the reference meant. I didn't understand what the reference meant. It wasn't funny. And it was met with absolute silence. Uh, That is a preview of today's recording of who are these free beers, which I will do it live. I will commit to that right now. That will be live. Ben and I will be live doing that. So we should start probably. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, I imagine we will start. In fact, I'll uh, on Patreon, I'll make an announcement that we'll be starting uh, like in a few minutes, so that you're aware. I'm guessing we'll start probably 5 30, 5 30 p.m. And then uh Ben Ben and I will regroup and then at about 6 15 we will do Who Are These Zanes? And then at seven, we will do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. There. That is your late afternoon podcast. Viewing slash listening enjoyment schedule for today. Uh, In just 35 minutes, my dad will be joining us for Dear Meathead. And I think I could use some assistance. Uh, Oh, boy, Jesus. My email just signed me out, and that's not good. I hate when Gmail does that, like, out of the blue. Hey, let's sign you out. No, let's not. Just keep it signed in. It wouldn't be a big deal if I wasn't alone. Okay. All right. Uh, Eric at ericsaintshow.com. On the Shoreliners striping inbox. Mark sent one, and I may have one available on uh, Facebook. But if you have a question for Dad... Uh, please send it along, eric at EricZaneshow.com. He he just loves us so much. Uh, Summer's weird because he's always outside. So whenever I want to like, hey, Dad, uh, don't forget about Dear Me, Dad. He's always like outside. So the phone goes to uh, uh, voicemail. I don't get a chance to talk to him. But otherwise, uh, send it along, eric at Uh Video from the house yesterday. It was um, Darla. I'm going to share this one with you in case you missed it. She hides on me all the time. Audio check, video check. So look at there she is under the bed. Hey, I can't get you. Come on out. Staring up at me, and she has no intention of leaving if there. We win. Let's, let's get out of there. See that underbite? She is looking more like a bulldog every day. Look at her chiclets. Now, those are all of her baby teeth. All of the baby teeth on top are out. She has her uh her big girl teeth, but all of her baby teeth are still in on the on the lower on the lower jaw there, and now it's protruding.
1: I can't get you out of
0: there. And then we go under the bed. There's. Come on. Let's go. Don't step on the shotgun. There's a freaking gun laying under the bed. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Get out of there. Oh, she's just a riot. God. Holy cow. Love her so much. Anyway, uh, dear meat at Eric at Ericzaneshow.com. Linda says she just wants some privacy and adorbs. <clears throat> All right. Off and rolling on this Wednesday edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. If you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I'm about to send you on your way. And you're going to miss out because I have to discuss uh, the takedown by surfer Sarah Brady, who is the former significant other of Jonah Hill, who seems, though funny in films, like the most tightly wound person on the planet. Uh, If you're watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube... I'm going to send you on your way. You must get the uh, rest of the show. If you want to watch it live only, the only way you can get the show live, the full entire show is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Hit the follow button. And then also hit, uh, you can subscribe, which means you will get no commercials during the show. Uh, all you have to do is link up your Amazon prime account, and then that will, um, Allow that to happen. So twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live or download the Twitch app and uh, hit the follow button after you find Eric Zane live. That is my page. So thank you to those on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and YouTube. If you need the audio podcast, this show in its entirety for free, it's wherever you download shows. And of course on Patreon for free, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I was talking about the, who are these free beers show? The, uh, who are these Zanes show? all that shit, Um, that is available for you free for seven days. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Right now is a great time to do it because of those shows happening tonight. I have three shows tonight. Who are these free beers? Who are these Zanes? The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. You get a great idea how it works. Uh, And if you sign up for the seven days free, okay, send me an email and I will bring you in with the audience, you will be part of an active participating audience on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Just drop me an email and say, Eric Zane, uh, send me the link so that I can participate in the Ben and Eric show live. I'll be looking at your face. You'll be looking at mine and everybody else's. And it's a, it's a, it's a hoot. You'll love it. I'm telling you it's a lot of fun. Uh, and you get it all for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It's seven days. And if you go one second over seven days, I'm going to charge you But uh, you can cancel it at any time before the seven days ends, and then you're not charged anything. So what the hell, you know? Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I had a couple people that signed up yesterday. Thank you to uh, Joe Spaulding out of uh, Holland, Michigan. who is was one of the leaders in uh, the effort to get Ottawa Impact out. Uh, Well done, Joe. I appreciate you very much, and you know I support you in all your efforts to uh, make that happen. He's one of the people who will actually be banging on doors in District 2 uh, trying to get uh, signatures to uh, have a special election and a uh, recall petition for Lucy Ebel. Jesus is king of Ottawa County. Jesus is king. One more time. Jesus is king over Ottawa County. So there you go. Facebook. See ya. Twitter. See ya. YouTube. See ya. The open and live stream of the show brought to you this time around by A&E heating and cooling. 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez. uh, When there was some, um, what is the term again? That, um, KMK said free market. Oh, when they, they try, she tried to do a free market solution on, uh, on your old pal EZ. He said, don't post on my Facebook page again. I love Joe Martinez. 616-516-8579. He said no to the free market solution, which is a, uh, another way of saying canceling. A cancellation attempt was made on your old pal EZ. It cost me $1,800 for a year. Uh, That money's already been made up. No big deal. We move on. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. When you support my sponsors, you support me. So your free market solution is to call when your AC goes to shit or if you need it tuned up, it costs 79 bucks to get the AC tuned up. And if you have not done that, you must do that because uh, if it's gone more than a year, that thing is in dire need of being cleaned and tuned. 616-516-8579. That is your free market solution of the day. Also a free market solution, Johnson carpet one discount outlet. Um, Okay. You got two stores there. And the main showroom is awesome, but I want you to first go to the discount outlet because everything there is cheaper than the main showroom. Okay, now you just walk in and say, yes, I, I want to take a look at the vinyl plank flooring. All right, there you go. This, These are the selections that are on the floor that you can buy boxes of right now and take home. Okay, that's great. I brought my truck. Okay, how big's your room? Uh, 12 by 10. All right, you're going to need this many boxes. Okay, grab them. And then you're going to get the lowest price for that flooring anywhere in the entire state of Michigan. I guarantee it. But you then add that your free market solution of the Eric Zane podcast discount needs to be added. 10% off. In addition to what is already the lowest price in the state at Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. So how great is that? Uh, Linda says you can make up the $150 a month law sponsorship on Patreon. That's actually where I did. I did. Uh, since I started the uh, seven days free, it's been uh, out of control. The amount of people who have signed up on Patreon that seems to have done the trick, giving them the opportunity to um, check it out for free. And then the lion share those people have, uh, have signed up. So, You lose some, you win some. Ryan says, I finally fixed my renewal problem with Patreon yesterday. For some reason, it wasn't taking my credit card, but I hooked it through PayPal and all as well. You know, I've heard that complaint many times from folks, and I don't know why that happens. That's a Patreon thing. I apologize if anybody has ever had a problem uh, with Patreon. And some people, I don't want to give someone an opportunity to go, well, I guess it's just not working, so I won't sign up. Fuck, if I lose one or two, I know it. I feel it. So my goal is to keep adding content to Patreon so that you're like, well, no matter what, I have to be on there. I have to check out the shows on Patreon. And again, nobody gives you more. I mean, I put up so much shit on Patreon. It's all I do. I posted three individual things yesterday. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, which was fucking fantastic. Uh, the Lost Zane Recordings, which was late. And um, the Patreon bonus podcast. Adam says, Patreon erased my account last fall. I remember that. You had to start over. Ryan says, let's get you another hardware store to sponsor the Fear Bunker Studio. You can tell them no vag jokes directed toward children in the future when they're adults. That's not true. I will. Add, that was. I still stand by that joke. That was a fucking great joke. The kid is there, brainwashed kid, at the meeting. Go. Uh, 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 thank you for. Thank you from groomers. Thank you protecting me from groomers. Uh, I'm a stupid idiot, brainwashed kid. And then I said bullshit. Now the the joke would be one day I want that kid to be gay. And then the psychopath parents or the grandma would walk in and learn this by seeing the kid uh, face down in Lake Vagina. It was an awesome joke. A little crude, but who cares? This isn't fucking romper room. Linda suggests do the annual subscription, get the discount and only pay once. Thank you for that, by the way. All right. That's enough fucking commercials for me. Enough. Ryan says you got great jokes. I'm not a fan of this one. Well, too bad. Uh, Jonah Hill was dating this surfer chick, Sarah Brady for a while. And then the relationship went south. Jonah found a new girl and uh, then they just had a baby. The new girl and Jonah Hill had a baby. And now Sarah Brady is saying, all right, ladies, uh, if you ever have a guy like this, you got to you gotta head for the hills. She's getting some flack for this too, because she's posting all of the uh, private conversations that they had, which show him as... Uh, He's a, he's a, he's a controlling, butt. there's no question, but I don't know in these texts if he's like, I don't mean from what I read, there's a lot, there's a lot that came out. I, I couldn't, I don't know if I can say it's abuse, but it's definitely, he's definitely an asshole. I don't know how this guy even, uh, he's, you know, he lost a bunch of weight, but he's, he looks fucking weird to me. That is a, that is a ugly, gruesome looking man. In my opinion. That's a, that's a odd looking couple. And they're both dressed the same here for whatever reason. They look like the type of people, like the couple, who would uh, have their own tiger zoo, like Tiger King. Like these two would be like at the gate, welcoming you to take your money. And then you get your arm uh, eaten off by a tiger. And they're like, that's your fault. He's a weird dude. I think think he looked more normal when he was a fat young slob. There was a... um, Uh, uh, when there was a movie called uh, this is the end or something like that with uh, Danny McBride and uh, it was the Josh Apatow movie and, uh, and he was in it and uh, he, there was a moment when he was doing like press for the damn thing and someone asked him a question about a fart and he got so fucking bummed out. It was like, Jesus Christ, dude, you're a, a comedic actor. Or at least you are in this film. Why are you such a tightly wound fuck? I will say this. I loved, I, I've loved him in movies. I loved him in uh you know, money uh, movie. I really loved him was the Moneyball. I, I, I kind of said it before I said it. He was great in that. Guys, give me an answer or I'm going to point to Pete. He gets on base. He gets on base. That's one of the only times I've liked baseball was the film Moneyball. All right. So Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady's continued to share Instagram story posts showing alleged text messages she received from the actor during a relationship that she has since described as emotionally abusive. Uh, She says, this is a warning to all girls. If your partner is talking to you like this, make an exit plan. Call me if you need an ear. As if anybody has Sarah Brady's phone number. She shared text messages that allegedly showed Hill requesting that she remove surfing photos from her Instagram account that showed her ass in a thong. He didn't like that. Hill hasn't said shit about the allegations. Sarah Brady said she timed the release of her allegations with Olivia Miller, Hill's current partner and the couple's weeks old baby in mind. I'm sure the timing can seem bad. Like, Oh yeah, I I waited until he had a kid said Brady on Instagram, but I waited until she had her baby. So I knew they were like physically not impacted by me sharing this shit. All right. And she could be informed and make an informed decision of how she's doing free market solutions is what she's doing about Jonah Hill. Um, October 12th, 2021. Sarah had said to Jot uh, Jonah, "I'm sorry I said that. I don't know what she's referencing. I had a couple beers, and I'm just upset, feeling like we can't do surf social things. I guess that means hang out with her surfing pals without an uncomfortable situation arising that usually feels like my fault somehow. I feel you pull away, and then you feeling, and then the feeling of being defective creeps in." I think I'm not socially intelligent enough to meet your needs as a partner. And then I get frustrated and angry at myself and just want you to rip off the bandaid. If I'm not good enough for you in moments of conflict, my brain thinks you want to dump me because I'm not good enough for you. And you're the goat and you can do better. And you will immediately, and you will immediately once you end things with me. So that's her saying that that's all pretty weird that she's calling him the goat Jonas says you're right we can't do surf social things or develop trust until you consider me and make decisions that give re- regard to our relationship I haven't been vulnerable as possible or I have been vulnerable as possible and I'm telling you I'm needing you to step up to the plate which you can I'm sure of it but these losers don't get your time if you want me straight up it's consideration I respect your love of surfing but I respect myself as well. And your love of surfing and being in those situations and lack of awareness are not mutually exclusive. This isn't me. I have my own issues that I own. If you want marriage and family, you can't use the 25 card. Don't know what that is. Step up and cut shit. These people don't get your time or your kindness at the sacrifice of mine. So, Brady added in a postscript caption that by these people, he meant any friend of mine that he hadn't personally approved of. Jonah, respect however you want to live your life. You only get one sort of done with explaining myself, Sarah, three pictures removed. I haven't removed the video yet. It is my best surfing video. Would you feel better if the cover frame was different? Any more specific ones that bother you? Jonah, yes. Yes. The uh, one that isn't your ass in a thong, please. She says, it's not a thong, but okay. And Jonah says, and as far as other pictures of you in a bathing suit, surfing or not, Jonah, in response to not a thong, but okay, I'm done. There's tons and I'm not going back. Uh, I'm not going back the past month. You want to argue and I don't. Sarah says, you're done. What do you, what does that mean? He says, I'm just done over explaining myself. She then goes and re- removes all the posts from her page. Now, all right. She's in a career where she's constantly in a bathing suit. She's a surfer. Of course, there's going to be pictures in her uh, on her feed where she's in a bathing suit. This is a perfect example of how tightly wound this fucking asshole is. I don't know how anybody... Finds him attractive Uh, physically, let alone any amount of time that you're with in this guy for a relationship. You get this type of asshole Jonah, December of 21. First of all, (laughs) uh, this one, it says, you don't seem to get it. After he says, all the posts, she says, all the posts I removed from my page. Which seems sad to me, you know? Um, Jonah says, good start. You don't seem to get it, but it's not my place to teach you. I've made my boundaries clear. You refuse to let go of some of them, and you've made that clear. And I hope it makes you happy. All right, I would say this. Now, I don't, I don't know. I haven't had a lot of experience in different types of relationships. Actually, I've only had one serious relationship, but at no point in uh, the 35 years that I've been with my wife, I don't think I have ever once said a list of things that you can and can't do. Never. It's pretty much been a take it as it comes. And if something comes up, then there might be a conversation, but there hasn't been because we are America's power couple. But I kind of agree with the sentiment that if you're with a guy who gives you boundaries, you probably need to tell that guy to fucking go pound sand. The New York post, isn't buying it. Um, Kirsten, Fle- Kirsten Fleming has a, uh, opinion piece. Jonah Hills X files, as she calls it, is a gross betrayal of trust. So she's not buying anything that Sarah, what's her face, Sarah Brady is saying. Um, She wrote his texts, her Instagram posts. It all felt icky, but then it got worse. Brady either didn't get the reaction she wanted or the headlines hit her like heroin, sending her on a bender, and then she, like, unloaded everything. Yesterday, she released another installment of the Jonah Hill Files insisting they were sexting just before he started dating his now-girlfriend, Olivia Miller. Okay. And Brady continued to unload on Instagram, including posted... Alleged screenshots of Hill saying her releasing intimate texts is a huge triggering violation for me and a breach of trust as a friend. In doing so, Brady not only made it clear that she was hurt because he had removed, he had moved on to someone else, she also made me feel sympathy for Hill, the king of self seriousness. Well, I don't know how this reporter for the Post sided with Jonah Hill here. I really don't. She posted this exact text that this is from him. It says, Jonah. And he says to her in his boundary explanation, plain and simple if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, if you need to model, if you need to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, if you need to post sexual pictures, if you need friendships with women who are in unstable places, according to him, and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, then I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. My boundaries with you are based on the way ways these actions have hurt our trust okay so all these things i mean i don't i don't know the other side of this and there usually is two sides to it but if sarah brady is going to go ahead and post all this shit i would assume that these friendships with women aren't that bad because Jonah Hill would very easily be able to say, oh, yeah, she posted all this shit about me. This is what she did with this person. Uh, they had a 24-hour 69 festival. Or they 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 do heroin and uh, 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 flip kids out of wheelchairs or something really sinister and bad. I don't believe Jonah Hill for one second. I totally believe this Sarah Brady, and I am of the opinion that he's a fucking psychopath. He is a fucking weirdo, but this uh, reporter for the, uh, for the press or for the New York Post is like, Oh, this is terrible by her. The interview that I was talking about, about the fart thing, this writer writes, I'm still, I, I still giggle thinking of the fit that Jonah Hill threw during the 2013 Rolling Stone interview when he was asked, what kind of a farter are you? This guy asked Hill. At the time, he was with James Franco and Seth Rogen promoting This Is The End. The others rolled with the punches. And then Hill said, I'm not answering that dumb question. I'm not that kind of person. Being in a funny movie doesn't make me have to answer dumb questions. It has nothing to do with who I am. No wonder he's gained a reputation for being pretentious and humorless. I can't tell if this writer is being sarcastic. No, the writer writes Jonah Hill's X-Files is a gross betrayal of trust. So she's mad at Sarah Brady, but she's also saying that in the same article, like 10 paragraphs in that he's pretentious and humorless, a cardinal sin in my book, she writes. And then she adds the next sentence, but this Brady stuff feels like a strange hangover from hashtag me too. In which crappy, caddish, or controlling behavior has been conflated with the criminal kind. I don't think anybody's saying anything criminal about Jonah Hill. She's just just pointing out he's a fucking asshole. I think most people knew that. But when you look at the controlling nature of that, I I love it when chicks post how much of a fucking uh, cock dudes are. What kind of a fucking asshole... Who's not, who's, who looks like shit in my opinion. He looked better when he was a fat, disgusting pig. When this fucking, uh, a zookeeper, uh, is so fucking serious. And she's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I can't believe I wasted any time on this fucking asshole. Um, no, I'm all for it. Let him have it. Fuck that guy. Wow, what an absolute mess. Uh, Ryan says uh, he does give psychopathic vibes. Big fraud Zade is always a tremendous judge of character. Like that time he saved that girl from sex trafficking in a hotel. <laughs> hey, the cop told me it was better safe than sorry. The world needs more people like me in it. Kyle says, I've never watched a movie with him in it and thought it was funny. I, I don't know, I liked it. I loved him in Super Bad. Kenny says, um, this is all very sad, expecting her to change and remove posts and shit. I mean, I can understand. I mean, in that type of world, he's him not, failing to understand that this is what makes her who she is and then just say, no, this is what you cannot do anymore Is is sick to me. LV Moki, I think I said that right. I always fuck it up. Calls him a uh, insecure baby. Ashley who tipped me off about the story. Thank you. Says she is a professional surfer and a model. I forgot that part of it. She's a model, which is how he reached out to her in the first place. Cole says she sounds terrible. Why? Why does she sound terrible? He sounds like any random Joe. I don't think she sounds terrible at all. I'm, I, I'm team Sarah Brady on this one. Uh, Let's see. 21 and 22 Jump Street are hilarious. Tyler also says, you're not supposed to talk about his weight. He asked nicely. Remember that? He's like, I don't want any, because anytime anybody would say, oh my God, you've really been killing it. You look fantastic. Yeah. Don't talk about my weight. Uh, Ashley says, "Us girls call Eric Zane when we date assholes." This is true. This is true. I am the uh, I, I am the fatherly figure, and uh, I I embrace that. I have that happen all the time. All of the women that are jilted by any old Joe have uh, have reached out to me. A sweet lady by the name of Bethany. A sweet lady by the name of Nikki. Sweet lady. Sweet lady by the name. Of, uh, uh, oh my God, Gina. Very nice lady by the name of Ashley. I take that back. A reasonably nice lady by the name of Ashley. And a very nice young lady by the name of Rachel. They all reach out to Eric Zane when they're treated poorly by an asshole who just happens to be named Joe. I had a lady at the radio station walk up to me and say, hey, can I get your opinion on something? And I go, yeah, because I trust you. I trust your judgment. I go, okay, yeah, what is it? And uh, she was, uh, something weird was asked of her in a workplace setting. And when she got to the weird part, my eyes went like this, like that cringe face. went, ooh. She goes, yeah, yeah, can you believe that? I go, "Uh, yeah, that's not okay. You should go tell your boss. Tyler says, it's because you come across as one of the girls. I know that. I know that. I prefer to hang with women. When my wife has all her girlfriends come over, it's, well, they're all all divorced. Uh, There'll be like six or seven divorced women, and Diana, and me. Now, this sounds like the plot of a great penthouse forum sex story. And, you know. I'm sitting there, and the best part is we're by the pool, so they all kick their shoes off and their flip-flops, and I'm just surrounded by feet. And it's like, well, yeah, it is. Just by being surrounded by these feet, it, I mean, thank God I'm wearing loose shorts, you know? So anyway, I sit there with the girls, and then the ADHD kicks in and I have to go wander around and pick up sticks. Uh, Kenny says, if you have a, if a person as a beautiful woman, as your significant other that likes to show herself off, you need to be proud of her and in uh, need to enjoy showing her off as well. If you can't do that, it shows how insecure you are. That's absolutely true. If you're so much of a fucking pussy that when she shows her body off and makes Tons of money doing it. I mean, it, it, it uh, and you know that she's going to have a lot of eyes on her. You, it, It's going to make you be a good, uh, good at what you do as being a significant other and supporter. And she's going to say, Oh, I got a dream of a guy here. He, he doesn't get in my way when I'm posting my, my, my titty pics. You know? Well, anyway, Jonah Hill is, um, Maturity level of about a nine-year-old. Okay. He looks like a goddamn Sasquatch. He looks like shit. His brain is mush. And he's probably, I hate to say this, but he's probably not going to live a long life. Because if you get wound up like shit like this, your stress level is through the roof about the stupidest shit. He's a control freak fuck. So he's a candidate for asshole of the day. And uh, also the writer for the New York post who said that she's siding with Jonah Hill. That would be Kirsten Fleming is a nominee for asshole of the day. All right. Uh, I got to get my dad in here, but I got to go tinkle. So hang on. If you have a question for dad, I don't even know if I have any. Let me double check here. Uh, Nathan sent one again. Thank you. Joe Pellerito got involved. Rob, Blue State Rob. If you have any more, send them along. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. I need to go tinkle. And I will be back. Can't get over the fact that I'm virtually pain-free. It's just, that's shocking to me. Every step I take, every step you take, I keep expecting to, uh, in pain, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. The guy who runs the paintball facility uh, has helped me more than my doctor. I'll be watching you. Dear Meathead brought to you by no one. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Dad. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, not bad. Uh, you, you up and around today?
2: No, I just got up.
0: You, you slept in a little, huh? Yeah, I did. Were you able to have your coffee? No. Oh, no. Hey, do you want me to call you back so you can get your coffee in you? No, this is fine. Honey. Oh, How's it going? Doing good. Yeah? Uh, yeah. It's, uh i uh you, you have you been hanging out outside picking up the leaves pulling up the dandelions not
2: today yeah yesterday i did no you didn't th- we weren't visiting, we visiting yesterday but i haven't done no leaf picking today oh i just got out yeah i know
0: it i know it so where where did you go yesterday dad
2: uh where was that my girlfriend uh, two
0: hours oh. oh was that uh vi no Joyce. Joyce. I love Joyce. I remember I Joyce. Do.
2: That's my best friend.
0: I know. Joanne, you've known her since you were like a little girl, right? No,
2: since oh. uh, we worked together. I've oh. known her about 52 years.
0: Okay. so hey, right you ap- got to listen to this
2: story about what she's got, this Joyce. has got a puppy that is totally blind. And deaf. And deaf.
0: Oh, my God.
2: She and w- has diabetes. And she has diabetes.
0: Oh, man. So, and It's
2: a a precious, precious animal, I'll tell you. She walks, bangs against the wall, walks, uh, everything. She can't see at all.
0: The dog's running into the wall?
2: She don't run, she walks. She feels with her nose. She she feels with her nose that, oh, that's a wall, I got it. It hits that wall. (laughs) Oh. I mean, I just feel bad for that thing i can't help it i just hug her up i
0: love her up. uh-huh that's all you can do you know i mean the dog oh my god it's a little schnauzer <laughs> holy cow is it uh, like super old
2: no no that's a healthy looking beautiful uh, coat of hair on her but oh, she's...
0: And she lost a kidney and she lost a kidney my god a dog's not it's got a, it's just skin and bones
2: and yeah no it's, just... it's not oh it's Okay. Oh, it's a beautiful dog.
0: Now, was it uh an illness that caused it to lose its sight and uh and hearing or did did something bad happen? Oh, the diabetes. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, that's right. Boy, you know, if you oh, think man. if you think about it, I mean, I hear about that whether it's animals or people, a lot of times people who are a diabetic have that happen, you know? Um, but yeah. you're I think you've fared pretty well.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, you've had diabetes for what, forty years? Yes. And here, yeah. here you are. You can still see they haven't hacked off any. The only time you've lost limbs is when you cut them off yourself.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, I'm doing real good. Just, I'm great. Big uh,
0: dirt uh shovel of snow and. Yeah, I tell you what. Yeah, I I would say that you've kind of uh, beat the odds, you know. Yep, yep. So that's well, awesome.
2: As an old saying it says, "God's watching me over me," so
0: he's doing a good job. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um. So my pal Josh here, he wants to know if you could like kind of scan your memory banks about fun, enjoyable times with your boys can you what
2: what Uh, do you you, yeah it's a strange question because i never thought about that (laughs) i really didn't (laughs) i know what you had with the trailer what did i do what do you mean what you do when it when you took the trailer up north with the boys oh park on the side of the road of trouble
0: with the trailer oh that must have been way back I must have been like I don't even okay. know if I was born yeah that was
2: when your mama was still alive and you were there you were a baby
0: oh okay yeah know that that actually that doesn't sound like a good time it sounds like there was some uh uh a uh, car trouble or something
2: well he didn't have a good time with your mother but he had a good time
0: with your boy <laughs> well you know that's funny you mentioned that because uh that that seemed to happen a lot. My mom was a handful. Uh when my mom and dad were together, that was oh boy, that was anything goes in that in that era. That was something else. Yeah, they
2: were they had a hard time together, but yeah. it was too bad. Uh, it's good for me, but it
0: was too bad for you. Yeah, absolutely. It all it all worked out. You know, she found Wally, she had a great life. But uh do you remember like a lot of the I mean, when we would go up north, to me, that was when those were are when the best memories would happen, when we'd go up north.
2: Yeah. But you know what? I don't have too much, too many recollections of those days. Well, you just can't remember.
0: Well, I don't remember. T- typically, though, when we've talked, the more I bring it up, the the more you yeah, remember. Yeah, to me. Yeah, like the time when you pull vaulted over the fire. Oh yeah, I remember that. And I, Holy cow! Yeah, you see, and you were in your underwear when you did it. Oh my god! Oh, was he? Yeah, I don't remember that. Ma- maybe not. Lot. Maybe it. May- maybe I'm thing is- He had
2: his blue jeans on. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, it.
0: that's right. He, uh, you you had your underwear on when you took off your clothes when we were snowmobiling, and you. Yeah. And you had you that. Good you had that leopard print underwear on. It was horrible.
2: Holy God, you remember all
0: that? Yeah, and then you pole vaulted, you you, you went running up to the fire.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I remember
0: that. And you had a tree trunk, and you put it in the ground and went over the fire. Yep,
2: yep. That was a pretty big fire. I know it. The, the, the piece of wood broke, and he fell in the fire. Yeah,
0: he actually fell in the fire. I don't know how badly you were hurt.
2: He wasn't hurt at all, but he should have been. Should have him. I was like Bunny Rabbit, man. Oh,
0: my God. Say, that was in your 40s. That Those were some, that was some of your wildest, the, the wildest things you've ever, that have yeah. ever happened. We had a lot of good time, though. You used to party like a rock star. <laughs> hey, party was the name of the game.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, that That's was. That's why I'm settled down now. Yeah i did too
0: much thank god thank god you'd you'd be (laughs) you'd be dead (laughs) oh yeah yeah finally said all right that's enough no i'm i'm with you we had some i mean nowadays when we go up north since we're all older now you know a good time is just sitting there telling stories relaxing talking 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 and yeah. But back then, I mean, it was, it was, you know, if we, if it was all about, you know, drinking and doing stupid stuff.
2: Oh God. I don't know what made me do that. The drinking or just my personality. You always wanted to go over the fire pit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, I, I remember I'm that. Here. I'm doing good. I'm doing well. I got wonderful boys. Yeah. You know, business, people.
0: Well, some of us.
2: Yeah. You are.
0: I don't know about that. Uh, Nathan has an interesting question. It's more of like he wants to see if you have the ability to do something. He says, Dear Meathead, can you kiss your own elbow? Yeah. I I think he wants you to try to kiss your elbow.
2: I'm going to do it right now. Okay. All right. No, I can't. I see. <laughs> no, I can't. Yeah. I'm about uh, four inches.
0: Yeah, I, inches away hey, from I, I'm trying it too at the same time, and I don't think it's possible. How can you do that? I don't know. I guess you can't. Uh, <laughs> I can kiss my butt, but I can't kiss uh, my hands. But... I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. <laughs> Uh, All right. I have another question. Uh, It hurts. (laughs) Dear Meathead, my wife is starting a new job. Uh, What can I tell her to not be stressed out? He's trying to keep his wife from stressing out about the new job. What what do you think that guy should tell his wife?
2: Don't tell her nothing. Just hug her and love her. Uh,
0: Yeah, keep it simple.
2: Keep it simple. Just love her up. If she, she's down with her and all that, just hug her and love her.
0: What if she's like, all right, it's too much. I'm having hot flashes. Get away from me.
2: No, 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 no. You can't be doing that. <laughs> okay. You, you, you just have to understand and feel for her.
0: Uh, Dad, uh, I've been having some knee pain in, my, in one of my knees. Do you have any exercises to keep my knees strong that you could, any like uh, ideas to like strengthen my knees?
2: Well, that's not the point right now. You gotta find out why it hurts.
0: Yeah, I I, I think I found out. Why? Um, right. uh, the the doc said he suspects that I have some uh, form of arthritis.
2: That's very possible.
0: Yeah, you know, getting older. I'm not getting younger, and uh, so you know. Uh,
2: but my exercises, simple exercises, bend down and all that by sitting while you're sitting down. Uh, I and then, then teeter-totter on my knees. CBD oil. And, uh, and then what is that? CBD oil. CBD? Mm-hmm. uh Use a CBD oil.
0: Uh-huh. So you said CBD oil and ride a teeter-totter?
2: <laughs> no, teeter-totter. I'm sitting here on the couch. Yeah. And I kept uh, kicking my legs up. Oh,
0: Okay. I thought, I thought you wanted me to go to a playground or something.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Exercise is just sitting down.
0: Dad, if you could think back uh, to your education years, did, do you remember a favorite teacher who was just like, I mean, me, you, you might not remember the name, but you remember. I
2: mean, Mrs. Murphy?
0: Oh, really? You remember the name of the teacher? Yeah. She was, I was her pet. Wow! Now, was this uh, here in Michigan? Uh, yes, it was. Okay, yeah, I would doubt there'd be a Mrs. Murphy in Iran. But uh, no, no.
2: Okay. Oh, we don't have no. Are you kidding? I got kicked out of the school for jumping, uh, right. like kicking a a, a punch. Yeah, a that's right. I you... jumped out of a window and went and. Uh, I didn't go to school before I, I get up and get my lunch and all that. And back, to, I'd go sit under the woods till yeah. some time, which I knew was time to uh, get out of school and go for lunch. Right. I, I'd go home and have lunch and get up and go back there. My mom never knew i never went
0: to school. I remember that story as one of the uh, greatest assimilations I'd heard. The fact that you punched the teacher in the face I did, and, Don't. and jumped out of the window and around like a bugger. And then for five days, when you would wake five up, days. for that amount of time, you'd say, hey, I'm going to school, and you'd walk out the door and wait I get out by
2: my lunch, and I yeah. would go out there sit out in the woods. Yeah,
0: and, and then I knew when the school was gonna be out, and then the and dust, get up, and go home,
2: and have lunch, go back to school again, which was out in the woods.
0: And then, so for four or five days, you did that, and then you end up just going back to school, and back no, school, no, and no one it, said it, anything. It, they didn't say anything. Nothing. My God, I love that story. That's this is
2: the kind of uh,
0: schooling we had. Right, right. They don't, they don't care. It's not like they can call on you the know, phone. <laughs> what
2: was it doing? He was afraid to say anything. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I wouldn't tell my mom. She was, oh. The teacher was afraid to say anything. Yeah, the teacher thought you were going to beat his face in. <laughs> oh, man. Uh My God. Hey, so, there were the years. What was so great about Mrs. Murphy? Was she nice to you? Did she? Uh... Oh, she was. I was her pet. Now, what, does, was, that, what does that mean? That mean? to. Oh, you she, hardly speak English. Okay, she wanted to take care and of you. She would baby me. All right, so then all the other students are like, oh my God, that Reuben, he's got it made over there.
2: Hey, this is the thing I remember of her, uh, When I did all the stupid things and all that, not purposely, you know, that she was a white Reuben. That's what she
0: would do. Do you think maybe uh, she was sweet on you? Like she wanted to take you out for no, like coffee? No, oh, oh, no, 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 no. No, nothing like that. She just she just cared for me, yeah, okay, all right, gotcha um uh, let's see here. Rob has a question, and uh he writes, my friend is going to be my best man at my wedding, okay, and he says he's also a pretty good guitar player, and uh his friend his best man friend uh has formed a band the problem it's is a what formed a band you know like guitar drums okay um and one of the guys in the band who is the singer is is not very good he he just can't sing and rob says how do i tell him that uh the band lead singer stinks and the band has no chance of making it big or just or, or do i just continue to say oh yeah it sounds great and leave it alone
2: Well, to to not to say anything about it and keep going, the band is losing its effect, right?
0: Well, um, if you don't say anything, uh, I I guess I can predict what will happen. I
2: have to uh, say that the band is going to lose its effect.
0: On its own.
2: On its own.
0: Yeah. So, eventually...
2: When the band is... Gone that route, well, it's it's a useless band, yeah. right?
0: Yes, yes, yes. That that is true.
2: So either you want to tell, come right out and say, tell the other guy what's happening, yeah, or tolerate yeah. it and just lose the effect of your band. Yeah. I mean, why do you want to lose something because some person is not doing the job?
0: Yeah uh now what did you say again when a band has gone that route
2: the route of uh having to pour uh, yeah
0: you know, it's 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 lost the effect of a band
2: yeah yeah it's just it's just not doing its job
0: that makes because of his, uh, yeah that is you yeah. know that is uh another very profound thing and i think we we need to honor uh or pay some special attention to, to that and its simplicity of when a band has gone that route it's lost the effect of a band
2: right not, people are not interested in
0: right so it's going to take care of itself if the guy stinks and can't sing eventually smaller and smaller crowds will watch and then they'll realize well that's not good though that's not
2: good for the band
0: well, yeah, because it's lost. Get rid of it right away. Yes. Right? It's lost its, its effect as a band, yes. as you say.
2: I think you got to pull a guy to and, and listen, this is what's happening. Okay. Can you correct yourself or can you make it effective? Right. Uh, otherwise, we, we just have to make a change.
0: Yeah. We're, oh, we're,
2: well,
0: he, it's his friend, honey. I don't care if
2: it's his friend.
0: It doesn't matter who it is. You just got to tell him you've lost your effect as a band.
2: <laughs> yeah, nicely, you know. So what the hell?
0: Yeah. Okay. You can't
2: sit here and take the Piper because, uh, I mean, no, he's in the band. that's
0: his friend. It's oh, it's, you say he's not in the band? No. no, it's, it's his friend is in the band. And, so uh, what's he doing? well, it's his friend is in the band and he's pretty good, but there's the, but the lead singer of the band stinks. So, Wants, yeah, whoever, whoever this is. Yeah, that, that guy needs, uh, as you say, he can't stay here and take the piper.
2: <laughs> no, the, the whole band is taking the piper.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to do less piper taking. Uh, yeah, I mean, you
2: want your band to be... Uh, right,
0: you want, it, you want it to hum. To you, it? you want it to be good. You don't want to be taking the piper.
2: I, I'm a firm believer... That uh, if something causing you grief, get rid of that grief by simply doing what I said.
0: Gotcha. Get.
2: Of I stand by every day, day, take a beating, take a beating. Next thing you know, you lost your band.
0: Right. I think that, that, hey, you know what? That applies to any line of work. Any line of work. Any line of work. Get rid of the grief, as you say.
2: What, what? No, just a friend should say something. You know, to say as, a, yeah, as, a, as a friendly conversation. Hey, listen, this is what's happening. Yep. can you correct yourself? Right. Or right. Can you make it to yep. meet our need? So,
0: so I let uh, me see if I can put this into words here. Say, look, you know I love you, but yeah. this singer, uh, he can't stay here and take the piper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And when. Oh, you guys are going to take it. Yeah, the fight, exactly. Right? And then you say, like, when a band, you need to know that when a band has gone this route, you have lost the effect of a band.
2: That's right. You know, one thing I believe in life if there's something is of a huge issue, don't just swallow it all the time. <laughs> Excuse me, take care of it by simply, straight out.
0: Don't swallow huge issues. Take yeah, care. I mean don't say oh well. Yeah, I know, girl. I know.
2: You're not gonna
0: go. No, no, you gotta you gotta nip it in the bud as they say.
2: Right. <laughs> and be kind. Don't yeah. just no. but hey, get the hell out of
0: here. Right, right. You gotta oh. you gotta have some tact, you know.
2: I mean, you use a human a feeling, right. you know.
0: Yeah, you don't you don't wanna you want crush their soul, you just wanna say, Hey, you know, this is this is what uh, I, yeah. think. I I got you. I got you. Um, as always, uh, you know, some wonderful things have been said on here. Everybody loves you guys. I I, I can't say enough about that. Um, uh, I love you too, honey. You guys have a wonderful day, okay? Likewise. I wish you the same, honey. All right, Joanne, and I'll talk to you too.
2: God bless. <laughs>
0: okay, Okay, love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, see you. There you go. Wow. Another spectacular round of Dear Meathead. Uh, Aram says, what does this have to do with being the best man? Is the band playing at the wedding? I'm glad you brought that up because this is another example of Blue State Rob. There is a slight twinge of retardation with Rob. And I've talked about this before. And it usually manifests. In written form. If You see the email there. My friend. Who will be my best man. At my wedding. it That's a fucking. It, that sends us down one road. Of your email. And then. You go to is a decent guitar player. He and his roommate formed a band and then the necessary question. You could have just started this with my friend is a decent guitar player. He and his roommates formed a band. Why the fuck do you need to put in here? My friend will be the best man at my wedding and it's my fault. I've told myself that if you ever write into this show, I need to read it first and then edit it because of the retardation. It consumes you, and you don't know how to write. You always put me in one direction, and then uh, take it the other direction. You do that with your subject lines, too. It could say something like, uh, subject line, cookie laced with glass eaten by child. And then I, I, I go to the body of the email, and it will say, Air Force pilot ejects. You're like, what? Huh? Aram also adds, I think we have to honor the simplicity of that. And he it's written as a quote. When a ban has gone that route, it's lost the effect of a ban. That sounded like football players have a tendency to play football, which was said by Emmett Smith at one point. Kenny adds that Rob does that when he speaks on Patreon live videos too. Oh, I know. It's like, what, huh? What are you doing? Why do you, why do you do that? Why does your brain work that way? Uh, Say it out loud to yourself. And when it doesn't make sense, redo it. My God. Uh, Ryan says cannabis oil works for joints. Um, Ashley says just as easy suspected weed is everyone's solution. Well, I don't know. That's that's CBD oil. That's different than, than weed. You know? <clears throat> All right. What a, uh, what an effort. Great job by dad and Joanna and dear meathead. If you would like to sponsor Dear Meathead, and if you're not scared away by psychopaths who um, try to in, install free market solutions, uh, you can reach out to me, eric at ericsaintshow.com, and I can uh, we can discuss you being the title sponsor for Dear Meathead. Moving over so I can get a shot of Darla here who is kind of like sleeping on her back right now. And like, that's cute. I always love it when the dogs sleep on their backs, put their little paws in the air. Fantastic. Okay. Deer Meathead never lets anybody down. I've yet to ever run into anybody who says, boy, Deer Meathead sucks. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Get your vehicle repaired at Irvine's. Irvine's Irvine's.com is the website. Go there. Check out all the amazing Google reviews. Irvine's.com if you need your car repaired. No matter what the issue, they can help with that. Early bird drop-off. Late bird pickup. Uh, Pay over the phone. You don't even have to see them. Just drop the car off. They'll tell you what's wrong with it, and off you go. You approve the work, and boom. If you need a loaner car while your vehicle is being worked on, they have that option for you. No cost. 616-532-6600. That's no cost on the loaner cars. They are the absolute best. If you are in West Michigan, uh, go see them. If you're on 44th Street, a few blocks east of 131, there's a street called Stafford. That is where they are. 616 532 6600. If you need a new car or a certified pre owned, you go to Sarah Honda Granville. S E R R A. SarahHondaGranville.com. In fact, uh, I just had my pal Jimmy, fast Jimmy Minima. Uh, his sister went over there and dealt with Brian Miller or she, uh, interacted with Brian Miller. One of the, he's an amazingly articulate, awesome salesperson. Um, and if you, if you want a car, go see Brian, Samantha, Jimmy's sister went and, uh, it, it worked out awesome. In fact, I'm sending a couple more people over there. My lovely daughter, Jacqueline and her, uh, husband, my son-in-law. There in the market. Head over to Sarah Honda Granville, meet with Brian Miller, and test drive a new car today. If Brian's busy with another customer, he'll pass you off to some of the other amazing uh, people that are there. Please mention my name when you're buying a new car. You get the Eric Show podcast red carpet service and a deep red carpet service and a deep discount on a brand new car. Not so much on certified pre-owned, Those prices are set. They aren't set on the new ones. So mention my name and you get the special Sarah Honda, Eric Zane Show podcast, red carpet, deep discount. You will not get that if you don't mention my name. Sarah Honda Granville. Then, of course, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Uh, Contrary to rumor, Uh, I, I have not lost my sponsors once again. Uh, I lost Baldwin Ace Hardware because I suspect that the guy who runs Baldwin Ace Hardware, uh, is of the political mindset of the people that I rip a new asshole. That's my theory. I did speak to him the other day and, uh, at first, he said, yeah, I saw the clip of you saying that joke about the kid. And I'm like, yeah, so what? That's one clip. Context matters. Did you watch the whole thing? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm still annoyed by that. Uh, anyway, Mario, he's not um, He's not interested in any free market solutions of your old pal Easy, 231-332-6505. If you're anywhere in the U.S., uh, reach out to Mario. Mario. And uh, he will set you up with all of the five-star service that you can possibly handle when it comes to getting a mortgage. First mortgage, 10th mortgage, refi, whatever it may be, Two three one three three two sixty five zero five. Thank you to Mario. All right. Uh, Kyle says, now poor MAGA scum can't buy new hammers. Ashley brings up the very powerful Eric Zancho podcast charm. Your charm is not working at Baldwin Ace Hardware. No. I thought I had a chance to get it back, but then then I said, you know, fuck this shit. Either you like it or you don't. Either you're here or you're not. You decide. I'm not wasting another fucking breath on this. Uh, Up north, Justin who's got the uh, orange Silverado. What was that? What year is that? It says up north, just 82. Does that mean it's an 82 Silverado that you have? 79 Silverado. It's orange. This thing is so fucking sweet. I've talked about it before. Welcome to you. Uh, he says, listening with audio only for a few while working uh, the sticks in my hoe. He, um, what is that? The name of your, uh, is it, um, what is your profession again? Excavator, right? Isn't that what it is? You're, you're an excavator. You like rip up the fucking trees. That's right. Rip up the trees, make the land smooth so that people can build shit on it. That's your job. That's fucking great. I imagine Justin uh, that you do not have any student loan on the books. You strike me as skilled trades guy. Why is that coming up? Because Biden still wants to make it so that uh, people don't have to pay their student loans, even though the Supreme court said, fuck you. Which, you know, I think that, the, that people should have to pay off their student loans. He wanted $10,000 cut from the student loans for each person. How the fuck? First of all, you're going to spend trillions of dollars knocking $10,000 off. If you're a person who goes to college and when you're done going to school and you start your big girl or your big boy job, and you're worried about $10,000 making or breaking you, Uh, that's fucking weird. $10,000 shouldn't be make or break money. Biden wanted to make it a bigger amount of money for these people who've done nothing to deserve a loan absolution, to get rid of uh, the loans, absolving them. 87% of the American public would not benefit from this. Now Biden uh, has something that he's doing. He wants to do a student loan safety net. Opponents, like your old pal EZ, call this a backdoor attempt to make college free. And it could be the next battleground in the legal fight over student loan relief. Uh, Starting this summer, millions of Americans with student loans will be able to enroll in a new repayment plan that offers some of the most lenient terms ever. The interest will not pile up as long as borrowers make regular payments. I don't necessarily hate that. As long as they pay it Uh, or a very, very low interest rate, very low. Like mine was 8%. That's fucking terrible. If it were one or two, all right, I can live with that. Uh, Millions of people will have monthly payments though, reduced to $0. And in as little as 10 years, any remaining debt will be canceled. Well, this is the same fucking thing that the Supreme Court just ruled on. Basically. It's known as the save plan. And although it was just announced, I'm sorry, although it was announced last year, it has mostly been overshadowed. I mean, it's been out there, but uh, everybody was talking about Biden just wiping the debt out. But now they have to pay special attention to this because the Supreme Court said no to Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, as they should have. Um, so the alternate approach to canceling the debt also shifted to a lesser-known initiative called, quote, the most affordable repayment plan ever. The typical borrower who enrolls in the plan will save a 1000 bucks a month. All right, I need to know more. Republicans have fought against this, saying it oversteps the president's authority. Senator Bill Cassidy, the ranking Republican on the Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, called it deeply unfair to, as I indicated, most Americans who do not have student loans, like Justin up north, who's driving a backhoe. The the Congressional Budget Office previously estimated over the next decade the plan would cost $230 billion which would be even higher now than the forgiveness plan that was struck down. All right. Now I'm not on board. Fuck that. Estimates from researchers at the university of Pennsylvania put the cost at up to $361 billion for this. Now, if you're the government, you're like, hmm, either this is going to cost us $361 billion. I don't know how the president can do this. Say, all right, we either, uh, are going to pay $361 billion for this plan or zero for this plan. How can you look at that and say, we need, uh, to make it so that people don't have to pay their debt. If you're if the United States is a business and it is, this is a horrible business. What a model. Uh, emboldened by the Supreme court's decision on cancellation opponents say it's a matter of time before the repayment plan also faces a legal challenge here's what to know about Biden's save plan question one what is an income-driven repayment plan U.S. Education Department offers several plans for repaying federal student loans under the standard plan borrowers are charged a fixed monthly amount That ensures all their debt will be repaid after 10 years. But if a borrower has difficulty paying the amount, they can enroll in one of four plans that offer lower monthly payments based on income and family size. These are known as income-driven repayment plans. So if you borrow $10,000 and you're a fucking loser and you can't pay back $10,000 over 10 years which by the way, that's $32 a month, not counting the interest. What kind of fucking shithead who spends all his time getting an education can't pay $32 a month for 10 years and you have to go to like a, uh, a, a, a more of a less graduated plan. Income driven options have been offered for years and generally cap monthly payments at 10% of a borrower's discretionary income. If a borrower's earnings are low enough, their bill is reduced to zero. (laughs) So basically get out of college. uh, You're a loser. You can't earn any fucking money. And then the government goes, well, you can't. We're just going to zero it out. What the fuck? If you make so little money that you can't do that and you have to sign up for one of these stupid plans because you're a piece of shit, go get a fucking second job, you idiot. Well, I can only work 40 hours. Bullshit. You can work 80 hours, dick. You're young. Of course you can work 80 hours, asshole. Earn it and pay it back, you fuck. After 20 to 25 years, any remaining debt gets erased. So what this does is it incentivizes being a piece of shit. Rather than get out of college. Let's say you're a teacher and you've got uh, $35,000 in debt. Your teacher income has you paying off 10 bucks a month. You're never going to get out of debt, but but if you earn $500 extra a month and put it all towards your debt, and then in the summer, which you have off, you work your ass off and earn even more money to, to live, survive on top of your teacher income and pay off your fucking debt. Why am I explaining this to you, you fucking moron? Jesus. Uh, Amanda has woken up from her slumber. Uh, Kenny says a good president would be more focused on something that benefits everyone period. Then refers to him as stupid old man. Uh, when talking about the lo- the new plan, a man is like, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, 15.2 million people have student loan debt under $10,000. I think that was the point of the $10,000 forgiveness. Well, yeah, that's also the point of, uh, 15.2 million people paying $10,000. Corey says the price of colleges, uh, though now has gotten way out of hand. I would go after the first instead of the dead. I would go after that first instead of the dead. And then the future debt will take care of itself. Eh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Amanda says, didn't they strike down the plan because there was other shit attached to it? Adam says, "Uh oh, let's see how many Republicans are in the pockets of the student loan companies. Savage sack lunch. The idea of charging interest for education loans seem, seems predatory. I'm happy our president is giving it some attention since it is setting a precedence for the future. Up North. Justin says, I appreciate that. And I'm very flattered, Ashley, but also very married. Oh, this must be. Ashley is, uh, get feeling a little flirty. Is that what's going on here? Oh yeah. She says, Justin sounds hot. (laughs) Oh, he is. absolutely. Um, and then Justin says, well, I appreciate that. Ashley, I said, athlete, Ashley, um, Amanda says, plus interest. Amanda says, Corey go to hell. My daughter's in art major because Corey was making fun of art majors, but also a major in interior design and entrepreneurship. So she can make her own business. Well, all right, but could be a, Little sand get in your vagina there, Amanda? And then uh, says not, she says not everybody can afford to pay for their kids' college. Well, of course not. Your daughter's gonna pay for her college, as she should. You go to school with a loan, and then you get a big grill job, and then you pay it back. There is nothing wrong with that. IMKO says if every fifteen point two million Americans paid their ten thousand dollars, that would amount to one hundred and fifty two billion dollars. Corporations were bailed out to the tune of four trillion during COVID. So what's your point? Jimmy says screw college. Open your own business. Tyler says tuition costs are outrageous nowadays and need to be regulated. There's no reason tuition should increase year after year. Interest is also ridiculous. Well, I mean, you got to understand a tuition increase may have something to do with uh, paying your faculty, uh, improvements to the university, things like that. It's not like everything stays the same. Those costs increase every year. Linda says, I thank God every day Josh got a scholarship for his tuition. The COVID education is received so far is subpar. All right. So you will be hard pressed to find me ever supporting any of you losers who gets a student loan and then bitches about it. My God. Student loan? good work harder pay your loan mediocrity dave says uh well imko says the point the point is if you care about debt why not focus on what will have a bigger impact mediocrity dave says exactly it's okay for us to bail out massive corporations with their top brass getting huge payouts But God forbid we help those struggling with debt. Yeah, but you fucking idiots fail to realize. When you bail out Ford Motor Company, do you have any idea how fantastic of an incentive the government has to do that? When you bail out a massive company like that, what that company pays in tax is off the charts. Not to mention all of the people that they employ Fuck me. If all of those people were suddenly out of work because they couldn't get a government bailout, you realize what would happen to the tax base? You know how many people Ford employs? That's another fantastic example that sometimes a brilliant financial mind like me has to explain to you dipshits. My God. If you people want to turn to me for financial advice, you're always welcome to. And besides... What message is it saying to those to these entitled twats who finish school and go, oh, pay this for me for no good reason. Fuck you, You went to school. you pay it. How is that fair for fucking blue collar lunch pail, uh, skilled trades Justin, who all he did, was immediately entered the workforce after finishing high school and contributed to the tax base in a productive way, and then that money goes to some fucking brat who's finishing art school at CMU. Fuck off. Pay your debt, slob. Maybe you'll learn something about the way the world is, too. My God. Should just have, uh, should have just deferred their loans until they were buried in it. That happened to me. I got, I, I deferred, deferred, deferred. And then I was like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta pay this off. I gotta fucking dig deep. I gotta do something. Two years done. That's also why I feel so strongly about this. Cause I had to pay mine. Fuck you pay yours. All right. Uh, IMKO says, I know you went through the deferment. I used to listen to you when you would bitch about it. And again, I was getting 8% interest on that nut every month. Up North, Justin says exactly. And when their septic pump breaks and us, no college guys show up to fix it. Corey says yours were probably a lot less than the average college debt, though, is nowadays. I paid off $90,000. I beg to differ. That was 25 years ago. And college tuition... Nowadays, I mean, for a year at college, in in uh, a lot of cases, a lot of the colleges, like the like Grand Valley, you're looking at about thirty grand a year, maybe forty a year. So I, yeah, I argue that mine is it was absolutely comparable. Adam says uh, ninety thousand was the principal. Well, what I paid was ninety thousand dollars. I looked at it one day. I said, "Fuck, I got to get this down ninety thousand dollars." I it was a fucking house payment. Adam says, for the record, I did pay off my student loans. I knew what I was getting into when I took the loans. I was playing devil's advocate to the GOP opposition. I know that. You don't have to explain yourself to me. I know you're not a a dumbass. Ryan says, I agree wholeheartedly. Went to school, got loans, worked two, sometimes three jobs, and paid them off in 16 years. Exactly. it's the way it goes. Kyle Ryan says not all of us have parents who love them enough to pay for college education. I feel like that is a jab at me. I feel like you're aiming that at your old pal easy. Who is trying to pay for his child's college. I I'm pretty sure you're trying to smack me on the nose for working hard. I will, I will assume you are being a shithead. Unless you explain differently. Amanda says, if Mariah did not have an income-driven base plan, she'd be having to pay $800 a month. Good. Good. She should. $800 a month. Go earn it. What does she do with her time? She plays lesbian hockey, less lesbian hockey and, and fucking daisy chains and more working at fucking Walgreens. Jesus. Corey's really got a problem with Amanda. Now he's making fun of Amanda's daughter's name. I like her name, Mariah. That's a great name. Uh, Amanda says I already said she did everything wrong but she had a bad example well yeah alright well then then don't bitch about her paying $800 a month she can still fix it by getting off her ass and playing and uh, playing less hockey and uh, uh, earning more cash uh, l- less money on uh, vibrator d- uh, uh, batteries for vibrators that joke fucked, fucked it all up Jesus uh, people take uh advantage of the school loan programs everybody should pay it back but without interest we're investing in the future now they should pay back some interest that's how the system works that may keep you from taking as many loans now that didn't stop me again i took loans out this is how i this is what i did to the system okay when i was about 21 22 I found out that um, by getting married, I am officially an independent student. I do, When I go to apply for a student loan, the government does not look at my parents' income. And I was well aware of that. So, I borrowed as much money as I could. And I bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> I... I needed a down payment on this house. I wanted to buy. So I got all the fucking money. I could. Bought the house. And then that was it. And then, uh, that's how we survived. I and and we survived off that money while I was going to school for a degree that I didn't even use. And then I started in radio and they said, all right, you got to pay us back. I was like, "Ah, I'll just defer it. I deferred it for like four years. And then I kept accruing the interest, so that increased that principal up to the $90,000 range. And then they said, all right, asshole, you're 30. Pay this off. That put that plan. I didn't do it right either. But it worked out. Kenny says, two more years, I'll be debt-free. Now, that's great news. I love that, because I worry about you. You know, occasionally... Uh, Kenny will, will 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 drop some news on us that makes us all worry about him. Keep at it. You're doing an awesome job. I appreciate you for telling us that. Uh, Corey says, Marry a Native American girl. Your kids will go to college for free. When Freeberg gave a speech in the style of E Z, he mentioned get in a house on student loans. I never knew that piece of the puzzle. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Ryan says, my first full-time gig in broadcasting was 26500 a year. To my young brain, it seemed like I'd never pay off college, but hard work pays off. You're darn right. Were you hired by Stanton Tang, by the way? How about that guy? All right. Um, On the Patreon today, you're going to see a kid uh, something terrible happened to a kid in the baseball home run derby that happened just the other night. Last night was the all-star game. Who gives a fuck the day before was the all-star game. Something unbelievable happened in the all, in the, uh, home run derby. Also, um, you remember the uh, story of Charles Manson? He died not that long ago in prison. Uh, Helter Skelter, Sharon Tate, uh, Fucking the Manson murders. Manson cult. One of the members of the Manson cult who uh, helped kill people is free. Oh my god, we got to talk about this. There's some local, uh, a local sex trafficker. Some guy who worked at a uh, Holland school, Holland, Michigan school, and he was a um, um, what do you call it? Sanitation engineer or um what does kmk refer to herself as uh what is the fancy term that she uses for janitor again what does she call herself it's not a sanitation engineer oh it's uh it's a it's a industrial hygienist and now seriously for a living she puts sawdust on puke at schools and she calls herself an industrial hygienist Which, that term was invented. It's never been used before until she created that. She made it up out of thin air. Another industrial hygienist, this time at a school, was doing a little bit more than industrial hygiene. He was trafficking chicks for sex. A 94-year-old grandma got tased. Holy fuck, this one's going to piss you off. That will be on today's Patreon. As always, I can always use the advertisers, especially when free market solutions are happening. If you would like to advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast and uh, put yourself in front of thousands of people each month, reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. No pussies allowed. If you're an advertiser, and you're a pussy, or you want to advertise, and you're a pussy, don't bother calling. Don't bother reaching out to me. I'm going to throw this this, this disclaimer out for everybody. I say what I say, and if you can't, if you're like, oh, it's too, too much, I can't, I can't do it. And I'm worried about what people are going to say because you're so, because you're political. Fuck you, don't call. Eric at Ericicshow.com though if you want to be if you want to market whatever it is you do on the show and uh that's how I make it work you give me money I talk about you this audience uh, uh buys what you're selling and then that's it that's how it works that's how we've done it for just over four and a half years which by the way July 6th was four and a half years of podcasting. Yesterday was episode 1090. 1090 free podcast, 1090 Patreon podcast. Uh, Thank you to Rick from TC Paintball. He has been there since before this podcast started. He was there in 2016 letting me hang up a a little sign behind me on those video podcasts that I did. I only did like 30 of them while I was sitting out my non-compete. It was actually a towel, a paintball. You like wipe your paintball gun off with this towel. It says TC paintball on it. I hung it up behind me and he gave me a few bucks for that. Uh, He's awesome. He also is helping me with knee pain. tcpaintballgr.com to book your event. Reach out to Rick, tcpaintballgr.com. Berlin Raceway. I will be at Berlin Saturday. Uh, Matt Kuiper is going to be there with his lovely better half and his kids. That's a confirm. If you want to go and you want to sit with me and, and the Kuipers, go to berlinraceway.com, buy your tickets online for 17 bucks a pop. Uh, on day on race day, when you show up there, they start at six 30, by the way, you're in the grandstanders, 10,000 people. Where the fuck are you? Hit me up on messenger and I'll tell you exactly where I am. And then we all sit together. We watch the super modifieds. It's going to be great. Saturday, Berlin raceway. If you have kids that are 15 and under, they get in free. The parking is free. Bring a cooler with your snacks. If you want to save some uh, cash. You can bring drinks, but no alcohol and no glass. Uh, The band Pretty Cool is going to be performing on stage for the after party beneath the grandstands at the bar. The Berlin Bar. I forget what the fuck it's called. All at BerlinRaceway.com. Now, we have to go over the asshole of the day. Corey says, get a different ace sponsor. That would be cool. But I don't know if I want to subject Gemmins to that. That is a family-run institution. And if Baldwin Ace Hardware gets butt hurt by it, I suspect Gemmins would too. It's got to be someone who can handle it. You know, all my sponsors can handle it except for the one guy, can handle the heat. Ryan says Sobe meets. Do you know the guy at Sobe Meats? Corey is a troll. He says, asshole of the day, art majors. Kenny says, asshole of the day, Amanda, for telling Corey to go to hell. Oh, come on now. That's not going to stick. Kent says that Gemmins would get upset because that one guy, Ray, wearing the Gemmins shirt was seen in Lucy Ebel's Jesus is Lord over Ottawa County video. You're right. I'd have to go there. This is how that would go. Say, hey, Andrew, how are you? Good to see you. What's going on? Look, I want you to sponsor the show. Okay? And then, uh, oh, yeah? But um, you can't be a pussy. And you can't worry about offending these far-right uh, pieces of shit. And he'd say, well, I'm out. Sir Baba Voliver says, get E-Rock to convince Anthony to sponsor the studio. You can call it Compound East. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't know. I don't know about that. That's, that's just fun. The asshole of the day today, brought to you by TC Paintball, is easy. It's that gross fuck Jonah Hill. That is your asshole of the day. Bob Amends his choice for uh studio sponsor. Compound West is what he meant to say. Yeah, because I'm west of him. I get you. I, I wouldn't have known that if you didn't say it. All right. Up North, Justin says, careful, Kenny. No cuddle time today with that kind of talk referring to that now they're beating kenny up saying he's supposed to defend his lady amanda's honor now it's getting thick holy shit ladies and gentlemen i appreciate you so much thank you join me on patreon for free this is a good week to do it because um we're going live with who are these free beers we're going live with who are these zanes today that's the video live stream So if you sign up for the $10 uh, Patreon, you'll be able to see those shows today, starting at around 5.30 Eastern. And then at 7, we've got uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So what you do today, like right now, is you go to my Patreon and sign up for free, and you can check out all three of those shows today. I'm going to be especially happy with who are these free beers exposing a bullshit made up story by Greg. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. That's P A T R E O N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. For now, that's it. Thank you for being here. Have a good one folks.